This episode was recorded prior to our name change. We are now officially called The Mike Line Show. Look for us on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else to subscribe. Yo, what up, what up? For Hypebeast Radio, this is Manny and this is Soundcheck, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artists and major players in the music industry. We ask the questions that you always wanted to get answered, and you never know who may pop by. Don't forget, we will very soon be separating the three shows on Hype Radio, so you will have to go and individually subscribe to the shows you want to listen to. Search and subscribe right now to the HBR show, Business of Hype, and Soundcheck on Hype Beast Radio or Hype Radio to keep listening. Do it now so you don't miss any episodes. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. For the season three opener of Soundcheck, we talked to Vivian Host, host of Peak Time on Red Bull Radio, Timotep Aku, senior editor at Pitchfork, and Eric Deep, a seasoned hip-hop journalist, about this year's Grammys and discuss what we love, what we hated, and so much more. Welcome back to Soundcheck. All right, this is season three of Soundcheck. Um, oh, we may change the name, um, so <laughs> look out for that in the future. Um, so this is Hype Radio, and today we are doing our first roundtable, and this is a special one because it's after the Grammys, like the day after. So it's a lot to talk about, and I let my fabulous guests introduce themselves. I guess starting with Eric. Uh, hi, I'm Eric Deep. I'm a freelance hip hop journalist. Uh, you can find my work on Conflicts, Billboard, Hip Hop DX, uh, every rap blog on the planet. <laughs> And this is Tim Hotep Aku. Um, I am senior editor at Pitchfork. I run the level section. And uh, yeah, you can read my stuff over there. Go to pitchfork.com slash levels. My name is Vivian Host. I'm a DJ and a journalist, and I host Peak Time, the daily show on Red Bull Radio, every day from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. So the 61st um, Grammy Awards will happen Tuesday, February 10th. Um, it was really interesting show. Super long. Tuesday? Oh, excuse me. Uh, Sunday. 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 Sunday, correction. Sunday. Long day. Long day. <laughs> it's all good, man. And it was really interesting. Super long. There's a lot to talk about. But I guess the first thing we can do, I like to have this as an open conversation, more of just like um, just sitting down, talking at a bar rather than just, uh, hey, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Yeah. So I guess mm, well, I'm going to start off with a general, what's your thoughts? But um, I guess what's something that stuck out to you general thoughts about the night that's the first thing that came at, at the end of the show what were you just like hmm that's the most thing that was interesting to you uh you know being a hip-hop guy coming from a hip-hop perspective and running a hip-hop section for a music site of course i'm focused on hip-hop right um it's been 30 years since uh 1989 when the grammys had their first hip-hop category best rap performance mm-hmm. And in that time, like just watching the Grammys has always been a very frustrating, you know, experience for a hip hop person who is like looking to it for validation. I think a lot of times the assumption from people in the artist community and the fan community is that the Grammys evenly and more or less objectively appraise music. Like that's what it seems like. But then when you look at who's nominated and who actually wins, you're like, oh, this is a dub. This is <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. And so for me, like watching, you know, some of the uh, some of the Grammys, seeing how they kind of did Drake, seeing like 
weird shit like ties between songs or whatever. Yeah, it was this year. Like it was there was a lot of stuff that I was just like, mm, this is questionable. Yeah. So my overall take was just like, uh, did you guys get it right? <laughs> at nice. the same time i felt like they made a really big effort compared to if you would have watched yeah. the grammys 10 years ago yeah. they obviously made a big effort to be inc more inclusive yes. to hip-hop because they know that everybody in the rap community is just like you know so many people sat the grammys out this mm -hmm. year that was notable to me from watching past grammys is like childish gambino won big he wasn't there even ariana grande sat the grammys out even taylor swift sat it out you know kendrick lamar like the list goes on there was a lot of people that weren't there which wouldn't have happened i don't think in years past because people would have been more like oh my god i'm winning a grammy like i gotta go and then also i mean i just thought it was notable how many women were on stage yeah, they yeah, obviously 100%. Tip the scales in a very noticeable fashion from having Alicia Keys host to all the performances mm -hmm. to when, you know, Michelle Obama got up there mm -hmm. with Lady Gaga and they did that, you know, t yeah. tour de force of all five of them up there. Yeah. I mean, that that really stuck out to me. Yeah. I feel like they were like obligated to do 100 to, 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 to be inclusive, to represent women, because like the news um, for the past couple years about them has been like, wait, hip hop is like Grammy's racist, Grammy's sexist. Yeah. Right. Port note sexist. Yeah. Right. Like you guys fumbling me too. Mm -hmm. Right. All that stuff. So like they had to. And I, I think they did step it up. I think one of the things I was happy about was that there were so many women represented, especially like women of color represented there. Yeah. So 100%. Michelle Obama. That's a bar. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. She got the most applause of the whole night. It was crazy. You know what? I was like, she should That's host true. next year. I say she should 100% host next year. That's that be wild. Crazy wild. <laughs> that would be crazy. I wouldn't be wild. surprised if she does. I mean, they couldn't get the audience to shut up yeah. like long enough for her to talk. Exactly. What did everybody think about Alicia Keys hosting? I thought it was a C plus. <laughs> I was expecting, not gonna lie, I was expecting it to be horrible. And I love Alicia Keys, but if you know Alicia Keys, she's just not the person who can entertain a crowd. And so she's a, a brilliant musician, but as a like a host, I just feel like that's a different level of skill set. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I thought she did as I thought she did good, but it was like you know it was it was I think who I can't remember who, was it James James Corden. That whole yeah. yeah, I literally oh, yeah, Corbin. Yeah, I was like, she did just as good as him, maybe even better. Um, but it was nothing that stood out. It was nothing that like you'd be like, oh yeah, she can be a host again. Um, but she hundred percent did better than um, I thought. You did not think that her playing two pianos and doing a medley that went from Coldplay <laughs> to Kings of Leon, to, and then she played Juice, Juice World. World. I thought that was Juice the highlight World. of the day. But there was weird moments throughout <laughs> the show. Like there was one time they came back from commercial break and she was just literally talking to people and all of a sudden she's like, Oh yeah, there's a show going on right now. And <laughs> I, I was like, like that though. I was like, Oh I was like, all right, that's weird. And then like it was it was I don't know, it was just wasn't as fluid or I guess um entertaining as I as I wanted to be, but it was still good. Like I'm not saying that she was bad. It was like a if you would give it graded as far as grades as a, as a grading scale, it would be like an eighty-one. So it'd be eighty-one. Wow, like that's 81 not even a C plus. It's like a B. Bro. Yeah, it would be eighty-one. Yeah, I would give it a B. I would give it a B minus. It was like a You're nice the professor I wanted in college. Yeah, it was like <laughs> real. Wow. All right, like, but I don't. I'd like the, the strong parts were when she did a melody and two pianos, and um, it was something that I feel like a new generation had never seen. But 
as you see on Twitter. Um, it happened before in 19, what, 1943? I forgot the young woman, not the young woman, um, the artist's name who did that before. Mm. Um, so I thought that was a nice little homage to that. And the fact, honestly, the fact that she she did a melody of cover of uh, Juice World blew my mind. I was just like, whoa, his <laughs> sock mean, just went up. He has one of the hugest songs yeah. of last year, right? Yeah. They had to acknowledge it in some way. Um, I felt like her acrobatics with the two pianos was kind of like we don't have nobody else to perform can you do a medley and she did a medley like as a host i felt like she was kind of like a little shaky i think she has like the personality for it and that's no knock on her but i feel like an an actor someone with like acting chops or comedy chops Mm -hmm. would be better i feel like j-lo would have been an an amazing host i I also feel like she was a little low-key sabotaged by some of the the direction I feel like, you know those awkward moments? Yeah. I feel like that's on the person producing and directing that oh, day. Yeah. That's so one awkward moment, and I don't know if anyone caught this, but I definitely struck me where it was then Swiss Beats and Eve came up to the stage to, um, to present, yeah. and Swiss Beats had a Grammy, and he gave it to her, and she's like, I'm the host. Like, I think she'd give it to someone else. I'm not, I'm, I'm literally think I'm probably putting words in here. And she's like, she was like, what are you doing? He's like, take this. And I'm just like, she's like, I'm, I can't take them the host. And he's like, no, take it. And she took it. And I was just like, that's weird. It's, what the hell is going on? You're like, yeah. you're like switching to like husband mode. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> why? It was just confusing. There um, were a lot of awkward moments. I mean, there were some awkward moments in the pre-show, you know, red carpet thing. Yes. Like I was really happy to see Eve there and she looked really amazing. Oh, amazing. I haven't she seen did. Eve before yeah. in, in like full, you know, Grammys dress and like, hosting but there were very a lot of awkward moments with her and the other people interviewing people on the red carpet yeah. it was kind of hard to watch i wonder do people even care about that anymore because red like, carpet what? yeah uh i i would say like super fans would like to watch that pre-show stuff um that billboard had one it was like from 5 30 all the way up until uh when the show started mm. um that's when you got to see Pusha T like say that he his he he, he, he said that his bigger accomplishment was getting the complex best rapper alive uh, wow. thing over the rap no- nomination oh wow so and that's, that's how you get memes like we <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have this meme of Katy perry's dress somebody had like photoshopped it onto a paint roller mm. i thought it looked like a cotton candy machine but that's where you get you got to get yeah. the outfit <laughs> nice. shot for the meme that's that, definitely that's where it. all the memes are at that's in the, in the red and if you're into fashion it's red carpet yeah. like you want to see what these people are wearing to this huge event the biggest night in music so-called yeah, yeah. that's where you that's where you check it yeah i def i definitely didn't know i definitely didn't see it i guess during watching um cbs in the red carpet but there were i guess they spotted a trend where it was two artists um, who they're now calling um, the Trump fits. When oh, it came with, what? <laughs> came with, with What's the name? name? Joy of Villa? Joy of Villa Joy. and um, Ricky Rebel. They came in pro um, pro Trump. And I was like, this could be a, I was like, this is a thing now. <laughs> what? What's yeah. a tr- Trump fit? So yeah. this woman wore a, a dress. She's a, a, a MAGA supporter. And so she wore a, a dress with bricks on it. And you, when you spread out the back of it, it says build the wall. Yeah. Oh man! So my question is, why do people keep on fucking inviting these people to award shows? Probably just literally just for the press. Just to be like, you know what? We can get some press in there. It's like enabling it. goofiness. And I'm like, y'all invite her, but wait a second. Where was the 21 Savage shout out yes. during the entire Ex- thing? Okay. Talk about it. Wait a minute. Isn't there a thing where if you're part of the Grammy voters, you can 
pay a certain amount for a ticket and go to the Grammys? I didn't know what? that. I did not know that. You're dropping knowledge? I think so. I want, <laughs> there's probably a super yeah. pack buying her ticket. <laughs> it's like a Trump super pack buying Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they get on the red carpet, but like presumably they have to walk in the venue it's at like some a point. Coachella VIP yeah. fest? Yeah. <laughs> wow. But I want to get back to two things. So I think what um, was previously said are the two biggest things of the night. One was the um, the amount of um, women that were on stage and just present at the at the Grammys, and the second was um, rap having a strong night. Um, something that was both, I guess, surprising and also um, um, delightful. Is that the word for it? But first with rap, I think it was cool that Cardi B. Um, becoming the first solo female artist to win rap, um, the best rap album. I think that was amazing. Uh, but instantly when she won, I was like, damn, she's not winning um, album of the year. I was like, yeah, that's over. Um, and I thought it was cool with Childish Gambino because I honestly thought, uh, especially after the news that he declined performing, that I was like, okay, he probably is going to win rec- video. Cause that's without a doubt. That's yeah. the best video yeah, of 2018. Video. But I'm not sure with the records, uh, both record and song. Cause I thought Shallow, I was like, come on, like Shallow. Yeah. I was yeah. like, for sure. Yeah. That shallow was is it. And can I keep it real and be yeah. controversial? Shallow is a better song. <laughs> How about I never want to hear This Is America when I'm out. I never played in the car. I never really? rap the lyrics to myself. I don't want to hear it in the party. Oh, wow. Bro. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do, do, do the dances, though? <laughs> <laughs> in the privacy of my own home uh, with intoxicants in me. Um, because there were like, so many Childish Gambino commercials. commercials. Yeah. It was the same one. Oh, yeah. Dance battling his like CG twin yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Pixel three, yeah, yeah, but 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 I feel like um, I think Grammys does this thing where they kind of like they seek appeasement and mm-hmm. like adjacency to cool, but they never really hit the nail on the head. Like yeah. that song, none of us think that song like it beat out. Like none of, none of us think that song is a fire song we want to hear all the time, <laughs> right? Like it's not right. Mm-hmm. So it's like I felt like that was just like oh, Donald Glover is hot and uh, he's making a statement. Let's acknowledge him by giving him these three awards. And I felt like it was low-key a slap in the face because no hip-hop has ever won um, record of the year or song of the year. Mm. And yeah, this was, is the one different. y'all choose? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think looking at, looking at that, I definitely see the apprehension just because there's in the past there's so many bigger and better records that A, should have been nominated or two should have won. But I definitely thought that it had a... I didn't think he. I didn't think Child was going to win, but I was like, it's a strong enough record to get recognized. I think the video 100% magnified the record. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I, I honestly generally enjoy the record, and it does. It, I'm telling you, play it at a club. It's nice. <laughs> can you can you send me a video of yourself dancing to the record <laughs> no, and recreating the video? I just need to understand the context. Tim <laughs> wants to hear Shallow in the club. <laughs> Let's hear Shallow in the club. Shallow comes on. He's like, I have a lighter specifically for that. I can bust out and. <laughs> I, I was 100% surprised with Shallow winning, uh, Shallow not winning um, Song of the Year, just for the fact it, that song of, song of the Year is specifically for the songwriting. And I'm just like, that should win without a doubt. Like, without a doubt. What's the lyrics to This Is America versus Shallow? Like, I, I, not sound, I know I'm hot right now, but yeah. like. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I thought Drake's God's Plan was going to win Record of the Year just because of just the magnitude of it. I just thought that record. Since it was, um, if since it was first teased during New Year's Eve mm-hmm. of January first, two thousand eighteen, at that video of the house party, the uh, video of the um, New Year's Eve party that went viral, till the day it officially dropped, 
um, during Scary Hours EP to the video out and just the impact of that. I thought that record was like, yeah, that's, that has to win record of the year. It was just a full thing. But, um, but it's yeah. interesting if you pull out for a little bit and not just think of it as the Grammys as like what is what is truly the best song like what is truly the banger mm -hmm. and you think about it in a more like cultural context of like the music of the year mm -hmm. yeah. and there was so much conversation 100%. in music about you know what was going on with politics personal and you know world politics US politics there was so much you know like we were saying like the Grammys is trying to address the sexism and the racism of past years. Yeah. And so in some way, in terms of what things are, what was talked about this year, you could say, maybe this is America. America. Sure. It was a, that, was a, you know, it, a lot of people engaged with that and talked about that. And there were many think pieces and there yeah. were many, you and know, it hit a, it struck a chord. I'm not saying I think it's the best so actual song i don't yeah but. you're looking at it as like this song ain't gonna bang in the club no no but, but i'm also like it, it, it <laughs> that that song specifically felt more it, the gesture by the grammys felt more symbolic than substantial yeah. i feel like if you want to uh, approach the topics at hand or whatever there are way more songs that actually talk about things that are going on in the world in specific terms what happened after the video came out for that song is like everybody interpreted it their own way and Donald Glover said nothing. Now there are yeah. people who put out art that they can stand behind and be like, Mitski be like, this means this, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. for me, it felt Good a little choice. like, mm, hit the nail on the head, don't just hit, just swing the hammer, feel me? You know, like, right, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I definitely want to say um, the best rap category, the nomination I was really happy for. Um, yeah. I thought it was a solid, honestly, me being a Nipsey fan, yeah. I was like, yeah. yes, yeah. thank God, he deserves it. He's he's cons consistently been one of the best rappers since he came out, um, and so I really enjoyed that. I thought Pusha T was going to win. I was like, he finally get one. He should have won when he, with the clips. He finally about to get one. I thought he's going to do it. I never thought Mac Miller was going to was going to Mac Miller was going to win. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. I never thought he was gonna win, but I I was happy they nominated him because that was um personally like one of the best albums of last year. And just it was just it made sense. Um it was his best project. Um the tragedy that happened, it's just like this makes sense. This is something you should do. So uh, you were overall you were happy with the nominations? I was happy. I I was I was just very like man, I was just really hoping that rap won both Album of the year and rap, and then of course Pusha took uh, got a grant. I was like just pushing. I was like off the sweep. As like someone who grew up with hip hop and just um like seeing it continually just get like just not get represented in, at the at the war ceremony. I was like, man, what if what if we sweep? Like, what if we really take best album, best what we what do we take best album, um, best record, and then Pusha T gets his just do. I was like, that would make my night. Um, yeah. But, you know, Cardi winning is kind of going back to what you said in the beginning about, you know, the female representation. 100%. Like giving her getting that award already, it's, it's, she's, she's one of the few artists that are able to, what is she doing? She's literally, like, rewriting history. 100%. Every time she's, like, doing something, it gets everybody, like, really happy that she's, she's doing it, you know? Like, she's, she's come from nothing, man. She's started from the bottom type of story is Cardi B. That Pepsi commercial, I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, I think she may be as big as Drake. I was, and I may be, <laughs> I may be wildin', but I was like, like everyone in every demographic and every age group is 
knows who Cardi B now is, without a doubt. That's true. I was just like, and the fact that she did two commercials and the second one was Dolo. Like, it was just no, I was like, oh, my God, she's massive. I couldn't, like, it, I don't know, it just hit me like, man, like, she made, like, in one year, in a year and some change, she she went from the Bronx to being and being on a, not even like the main cast of um, of, of hip hop, loving hip hop, DJ self kicking himself <laughs> <laughs> to being a, su- a global superstar, and that was just like telling. But you know what's sad? Immediately after she won, and it was just a joyous period. People immediately went to like Cardi versus Nicki, and it killed me. Did you guys keep up with that? And so here's here's where we at now. Here's where we at now. <laughs> Breakdown. So like immediately after everyone was celebrating Cardi B, then people were like, "Damn, Nikki must be in her grave, just you know, rolling her grave." Blah blah blah. <laughs> Nikki's done. Blah blah blah. And I'm just so. And then it went to the except extreme where uh, BT sent out sent out a tweet. Can you quote the tweet? Oh my God, I wish I could. But it essentially said. Cardi um, Cardi B is pulling the wig off Nicki Minaj. Something to that extent. It was shady and it was unnecessary. And I was just like, I cannot believe we still doing this in 2019. Meanwhile, Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front. So I'm just like, why do we always have to put people against each other? Nicki Minaj was doing this for a decade more. She sold, she just broke a hundred million records. So like in, um, she's breaking records that people who just uh, don't break. And it's still just, fuck you, Cardi B. <laughs> it's like they can both exist and both thrive. Like, I just understand. But you should also explain that to Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, think, I think you're making a very valid point or whatever, but I also feel like, you know, both of the parties played into it to a certain extent. Sure. I did feel like Cardi tried to stay above the fray in a lot of ways. But Queen Radio, you know what I'm talking about. That's like... She's coming. I think it's really irresponsible on the part of a, a publication or an outlet or whatever to engage in it in that way and stoke the fires. So I think that's super whack. Also an outlet like BET. Well, like, exactly. I mean, the Cardi Nikki beef is on TMZ now. And that's been really notable for me to see how much in the last year or two TMZ has picked up on rap beef and oh, just like they've done that in the last five years it's like a it's huge a, part of their yeah. coverage but like for bet which i feel like you know makes a point of celebrating like black excellence yeah. Yeah. to yeah. to engage in that lowbrow thing and also you know i don't know though i realized like i saw cardi b uh perform at moma ps1 a few years ago with aesop oh, ferg yes. like nice. kind of like right as she was super ascending yeah. and i realized like she's joan rivers like sh- her banter mm. in between songs she is hilarious Amazing. and relatable yeah and good at rapping and you know can work a stripper pole like she's got yeah, it no, all it's, you it's know great. what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. like and she's got that funny relatable thing that makes her able to carry two pepsi commercials exactly and, and that's the core of her personality because like if you want to take it back beyond music she established her following on social media. Mm-hmm. I knew her as the funny girl who's like a hoe don't get cold on Instagram, <laughs> seeing her pop up on Tumblr when people ripped the, uh, the sure. videos, right? Like her relatability is something that she's, is the real thing that's carried her. Yeah. Like I think she's a, a serviceable rapper or whatever, yeah. but I feel like her persona and how much we relate to her story and the fact that she has those one in a trillion rags to riches stories yeah. is why we are so much into her or whatever. And also like, Cardi is sharp 
in terms of how she looks at things in terms of like politics and socially like she doesn't talk like okay i, I have a master's degree in women's studies yes. but she be saying the real, real shit, shit real shit real right shit. the anti-slut shaming shit or whatever mm. um pro-black shit yeah. all that anti anti-poverty shaming shit yep. and she's yep. been on that for years and i think a lot of people government shutdown we're all into that we're all we want to see her win yeah. and i think it's rare to see somebody who exists in pop culture who we all want to see win yeah. we can't say that for kylie jenner you feel me like you can't say that for any other celebrity you know she's yeah. also like i mean she's really good at turning around stuff to her own advantage or not engaging in the whole thing like ariana came for her mm -hmm. and was saying <laughs> like you know she was going off on twitter because she's super upset about mac miller's passing and like you know saying that was bullshit that, that he didn't win and trash yeah. and all that and then cardi just turned it around and was like oh you know like this one's for him too mm -hmm. like i talked to his parents you know just yeah. made a good situation out of something that she could have been yeah, exactly. mired in the drama. So yeah. yeah, took the high road. Smart. What's up, Ariana, with the tweet and delete, yo? Like, yeah. yo, you were too. Because here's the thing: Ariana is young, but she's not a baby, and she's very experienced, and she's not stupid. She was at all. last night too. I'm like, why did you like? It's, it, it, it bugged me out when I saw the stuff. I was like, why are you? I know you're emotional, but like, you know better than this. Maybe yeah. she was at one of those Grammy parties where they do shots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was like six Quite shots possibly. in. Quite possibly. Uh, yeah, no, I think when we look back at it, when we, when we look at this Cardi run right now, it's going to be one of the best runs we ever seen in the music period because since I would say early, late 2017 to now, I've just never seen someone go from zero to 100 this fast and this big. And so it was just exciting to see. Um, and then low in a low-key moment, Young Thug winning a Grammy. Um, and yeah. I thought that was like insane, but also pretty cool. I'm just like, wow, here's someone who's been out for like the last, well, only been like a couple of years, and he just not got a Grammy. And I'm just like, and it made me think, man, I hope Young Thug comes, goes back to Barter Six and, and goes okay, back to Okay, we're era. on the same page because that's my favorite Young Thug project. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Love Barter Six. Yeah. Love I'm Up. Yeah. Like King Troop. Slime Season 3. Yeah. yeah. King Troop is one of my favorite songs. I'm just like, maybe I want to hear a complete, this, I took time to make this Young Thug record and to see if he makes gets another Grammy for his music. But we'll see. Uh, and then, all right, so second biggest moment was the uh, representation of women at the Grammys. I thought they did a, a pretty good job of just, like, pushing that, especially since the step-up comments from last year. I think mean, that all went crazy when um, Mayor, yeah, he, he went and talked about it, and now I was, like, really insensitive. And I was like, man, it's just not that simple. Um, <laughs> I was like, it's some condescending ass shit to be like, like, yo, step up. Step up. Meanwhile, <laughs> you're shutting women out of the conversation. Like, I was talking to a, a woman who's a, a writer about country music. She's like, yo, most country radio doesn't play women. Yeah. Which is fucking incredible to me. It's just, I'm just like, when I was read, I was like, this guy's insane. Um, so this year, it definitely was like a push, uh, especially from last year. I guess, um, did you feel. Did you feel that it was genuine? Did you feel that it was something that was took, that was taken seriously? Let's start off from there. I mean, I don't... The thing about the Grammys that's unfortunate, but I think is probably true of all award shows that are as big on this level, is like you're always thinking something is, is not genuine. You know what I mean? Like you oh, always yeah. have to question always. it. It's like we're questioning it on as far as like 
who won in the rap categories, who won in the best album categories, you know, you question it with the women thing too. I mean, I definitely think they went above and beyond trying to hammer that point home. Mm -hmm. That said, like at a certain point, does it matter? Like those performances were great. It was great to see the balance super tip the other way because Mm -hmm. it makes you realize how rare that is that you ever see more women than men on the stage. So, you know, I thought that um, the St. Vincent Dua Lipa performance was really cool. Um, There were definitely some moments where I felt like it was very awkward between the women involved on stage, but (laughs) that could just be because they're batshit crazy. (laughs) That could not be like a gender issue. Um, I felt (laughs) like the in the Dolly Parton tribute when (laughs) Miley Cyrus and Katy Perry both seemed like they were trying to upstage Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus being her goddaughter, right? Uh, That was, it was hard to watch. I I was like counting the seconds until it stopped. (laughs) 100%. Uh, So when I was watching, I was like, this is really competitive right now. Like, I, I think that's the first thing I thought of. And I was like, oh, Dolly, like she was... I was like, oh, she's doing a good job and she's doing her thing. And then I 100% felt what you were saying. And then also my disdain for Miley just came out. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let me go. I was cooking at the time. I was like, let me just go flip the flip the wings I got in the oven right now and just come back to when this is over. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I that's what I thought, too. Um, uh, I guess we can start it there. General thoughts of Miley Cyrus. I just thought she was featured a lot. She's she's OD. I think she's trying <laughs> to rebrand herself. I think she obviously has Big natural rebrand. talent. She's a really good singer or whatever. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think they try like to shoehorn her in a couple things. I think she made sense for Dolly Parton, but it, the interaction was really strange to me because I really felt like she was like, sing shouting in her face a lot and yeah. even Dolly's facial expression looked looked like what the fuck could you ch- take a chill pill um and I appreciate her voice but I really yeah. felt like the moment should have been about Dolly not trying to out sing her on fucking Jolene like yeah it's let the she's the like the queen of this shit right like let her shine and you're there to support her not like take away, you know what I'm saying? The attention yeah. from her. But Miley was doing that in the performance with Shawn Mendes too, where I, she was kind of jumping the yeah, gun and yeah. just going over him. And I was like, OD. dang. That performance to me, I was like, first, is it, what's up with the, 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 the piano going on fire and the Lord <laughs> of the Rings thing going on right now? <laughs> and then I, I thought that before I was like, man, this is a little bit weird, uh, but whatever. Um, what do you think about Janelle Monae's performance? I love well, Janelle Monae's performance. I thought that shit was crazy. I love uh, my, the friends I was like watching it with, they're they're giving it a little bit of criticism because it was too much like Prince, like it wasn't original. But but Prince literally like he helped out with the making of that album. That was exactly. her, her man's that in was, them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Prince was a mentor. Yeah. So I'm just like, if he's rub, if he rubs off in the music, you I understand. Just because she's like she idolized Prince. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought it was a strong performance. And I thought I don't know. I feel like Janelle could have got more shine that was weird to say i don't know i just really love janelle i thought her the like her probably a project album was was stellar i thought it was really solid and i was like man i just i don't know maybe she could have presented or i don't know it just felt like she was there but not Hmm. i thought it was a really beautiful performance i mean it looked whoever put that thing together with the choreography and all the costumes like did an amazing job how about the fact that she said my vagina but needs a monologue yes. on the Grammys? Yes, I was. That like, was crazy. I was like, so did you say that? I was like, they didn't get bleeped out. Moms like, all over America ex- were like, oh, <laughs> who, who introduced her? 
Uh, it was Alicia, right? Alicia was like, yeah, she taught us Alicia. how to see my pink music- in a new way. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. another like my wink and nod at vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> like my musical partner or something like that. Yeah. I 100% thought there were going to be an outcry because of that right after. Because I was like, oh, I'm not searched on Twitter, but no one really said anything. But maybe because yeah. it was really quick. The moms are still working on their memes. It takes <laughs> like 48 <laughs> takes to second, 64 man. hours for yeah. mom to bake a meme. <laughs> 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 she doesn't. She can't fire it off real quick like that. It's gonna be on Facebook too. <laughs> <laughs> so we're never gonna see it. Um, but I definitely think I guess when I finished, I was like, I I thought about and I read there were some pieces that talked about. Yes, there was more representation at this show, but there is lack of representation in general within music um, right now. And I was like, is this the right step? Is this over? Are we just? Is this just something to mask what ha- was happened last year? Um, and so I guess I'm just really interested to see how, like how does this change things going forward? Just because I think um, I don't. I think what usually happens is it's a uh, we overdo it, and mm-hmm. then it comes back to the to the norm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just very apprehensive now to say like this is a good step. This like I'm just just needs to be continued on a regular basis. Um, so I'm just excited to see what happens. I mean, on the note of like things feeling shoehorned in or tailored to the Grammys agenda, what did you guys think of the JLo Motown super tribute? <laughs> that felt a little it was over the top. It was, it was, I think she's a, a great, I think, all right, so there's dance elements a to great it. great wearer of hats. A great, she's great at costume changes. Yeah. She had more costume changes in her segment than Alicia Keys throughout the whole thing. She right? wore Alicia Keys hats. So yeah. I was like, is there going to be beef tomorrow? So, so I thought, I think she's a good performer in, in the kind of Vegas kind of way, in a, almost kind of a Broadway way, but she, obviously she can't, she doesn't sing, can't sing like that, right? Yeah. So I felt like it was kind of, a, a mismatch to have her be the person to lead this Motown thing. Not because of uh, her being a Puerto Rican from the Bronx or whatever, mm. but because she's not a pure singer. Everybody, she's covering Tina Marie records. I'm like, yo, Tina Marie, spinning in her grave because you can't sing. You can't pull yeah. off this song the way she could, you know? So that that felt strange wonder to me. why, like, she got chosen. Was it probably because of her name recognition? Like, it name, probably, ne- name recognition. Probably, probably bring viewers or something? And she, she all that, you see a lot of dancing and running around they did? Yeah. Few people could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think, I think um, Key, who's um, 21's manager, um, who's 21 Savage manager, who we will get to in a second, um, she she asked really a question on Twitter like I wonder if Motown was involved with the development of the performance um, because the quick second honestly when I came I think I it was I think I where did I go I think I came I went to the kitchen to go make some to go check on the rice and I came back and it was over and I saw like a couple of seconds of it and then I was like wait yeah why is this is super weird like why isn't there any um, like singers, they brought out Smokey. Yeah, you know? yeah, Smokey was cool. Looking all surprised because of the Botox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Botox, Kylie seemed like she couldn't move her face. Oh, yeah. Kylie she did, had yeah. such a crazy frown on. She yeah. was like the statues on Easter Island. <laughs> um. So yeah, the biggest I think one of the probably thing that everyone's talking about, especially on social media, was that the lack of shout out Twenty One Savage and him being um, excluded from the show because of his arrest by ICE. 
Um, and then him and his mother um, almost not being able to represent him at the show because the Grammys wouldn't give him tickets um, if, until it became a fuss on um, on social media started by Measy, the other manager of 21 Savage. Um, so I thought, one, the fact that um, the producer from This Is America, uh, Ludwig, Ludwig, Ludwig yeah. was the one that shot him out, the last one, and, and he's one of the last um acceptance speeches of the night that was like damn like no one else could do it and the fact that post malone he wore a shirt but it was covered up during his performance and just nothing with the no type of like vocal and just just very outward 21 savage um something i thought that was just like telling um, I'm, I'm interested to to hear why they're sort of like sharing things after the fact. Like we tried to make this moment with the artists by having everybody stand in solidarity with Post Malone during his performance, you know, like they wanted to get artists to do that. And they're revealing that now, like today. Who's they? Who's it? Uh, it's Key's ma uh, Key, okay, Key 21's okay. manager. So I was like curious, like um, why is she sharing this info now? Like after the fact, like maybe because they couldn't pull it off or it was it maybe some political stuff. Like I, I thought that would have been a great moment, you know, this sort of, no, show show love to twenty one. I feel like the Grammys is notoriously apolitical on purpose. Mm -hmm. I feel like they make people not do things. Um and you know, this is me giving the benefit of the doubt to like a post Malone, but I feel like they were like, Yeah, you're not wearing that shirt out there. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> you wanna perform here ever again? That's not yeah. popping. Yeah, or whatever. Not and I think, you know, going back to my point earlier about like hip hop or whatever, I feel like to really be inclusive of hip-hop it can't be just a facade it has to be like if this is something that's a hot topic that we're all concerned about within the community of hip-hop right it has to be reflected at this event mm -hmm. right like there should be some acknowledgement of 21 savage mm -hmm. right like and I, I to me that not happening kind of felt low-key like a middle finger it 100 yeah. dead and it's, I, it's bigger than music man like, exactly and i just feel like there's enough information out there that it's not something that this guy is a, 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 a criminal. Like, they made it seem like this guy was a murderer. And so I'm just like, and I, for for Post, and I, I'm a Post fan, and I and I think he, I think people jump on him a lot, but for him to be so uh, lucky and privileged to be fluid, that he can go between hip-hop and pop and rock, and to not acknowledge 21 and one of the biggest songs of the year that y'all made together, like you have to at that moment take a stand and say I'm going to do something for 21 and do it publicly and loudly and to make sure everyone sees it and it's like you cannot afford a PR person sending a picture and say hey share this and share and having to be shared on Twitter and that's your representation of like I'm supporting 21. I just thought like this is your moment to finally shut people up and you fumbled. Um, mm. So I just thought it was super telling and I. Casey Musgrave, and so <laughs> Musgrave. <laughs> so, backstory: I remember going to a Rough Trade show, and it was for an indie artist, I think Nia. Um, and I went and I sat there, and I was like, "Oh, she's not." It's like, "Who's closing?" And um, it was Casey. It was Casey, and I was like, "I've never heard of this her before ever." This was like, I want to say, I think it was still cold, so I want to say it was like March of last year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I stayed for best. Like, I, you know what? I stayed for a bit. Um, she got to be closing. There's people here that's, that was waiting for her. It was like almost packed. So let me just check this out. And it was great. And I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. I went back to the album. I'm like, hey, this is a really good album. 
country, new con- like she's a new country star. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then it, she got the, her album got lauded, and it was just like this is it was on everyone's top ten list and all that stuff. Um, but I was still a little bit surprised how big the Grammys pushed her. Like I 100% thought that she was gonna win everything country, and I 100% thought that she has. If I, I guess this is me saying believing that Cardi B was gonna win. And I 100% thought that she was, I was like, there's no there's no one in hell beating her in any country category. Like, it's just no one in hell. But I still thought it was, I was like, man, I I, I was surprised she won album of the year. You uh, were surprised? I was surprised. I was a little bit surprised. Are you about to go off, Tim? No, I wasn't <laughs> surprised. And, and then so, me, I was, yeah, and I definitely, because like, I guess I was surprised because I was rooting for Cardi. Mm. But I was like, is she this big? Yes. This quick? Yeah, man. You, so Shania Twain. You see how you walked into that event and then you heard her perform and you were like, oh, this is, I could fuck with this. Yeah. The thing, her appeal is that happens in so many different spheres of music fandom. Like pop fans, indie rock fans, country fans are like, oh, there's something for me here, right? Mm-hmm. Like you listen to her album and it is a very easy cool listen right and i think and i think you can never underestimate um the power of accessibility Mm -hmm. um and and this is not you know personally i feel like she's good she's like perfectly fine the album's perfectly fine i think she's really talented it's a little i like myself a little edgier yeah you know um but i think she casts a huge broad net and i think the grammy's got something really right in recognizing her in that record mm. yeah i think it's pretty interesting that it's an artist who represents the country world yep. that is the person that has that album that has such broad appeal like mm-hmm. on peak time um, when we were doing the best of uh, 2018 shows, so I had you know music critics from the New Yorker and Pitchfork, of course, and like Fader and everywhere coming on, and you know like a lot of playing their favorite songs of the year, and a lot of them played Casey Musgrave mm-hmm. kind of across the board, you know, wow. even at outlets that I wouldn't have expected. Um, but for that to be an artist from the country sphere, I think that's something quite new. Like that's not something that you see every day. Yeah. Exactly. She, she even said in her speech like. Thank you for like allowing paraphrasing, but thank you for allowing me to share my version of country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought it was yeah. The the immediate thought is, could she be someone that can make country, I guess, as big as it was in the late '90s, early 2000s again? Because now I see there's her and there's, I think this is the first time ever in country where I saw young um, people of color that's also becoming a big star. It's like the, there was a guy, oh my God, I'm forgetting them, I'm forgetting them both to these their names, but it's two stars right now, both young, both happening. One was even like um, on, the red carp, on the red carpet, and I just thought like, is country about to become, I guess, pop music again? Entering that field. Uh, yeah, and no, because here's the thing, like I feel like country... In certain spheres, people have no idea that country is huge. Mm. Like Amazon's whole music business is predicated on country, mm. right? They didn't focus on hip hop like Apple did or Spotify did or whatever. Country is huge and it's never going anywhere. I think country is kind of in a, a place of flux. It's changing because it couldn't stay the same and still maintain a, a market share. Will it be like, to me, as big as hip hop in my perspective, whatever? <laughs> I don't think so. No, man. Um, I think people want that. People, I think people want to kind of like 
make country great again or whatever, but I don't <laughs> know if that's that's it's gonna happen. I think Casey is probably the best ambassador of country that's out right now though. Yeah. Maybe Young Thug needs to do a remix of Dan and Shay's Tequila. Because that was kind of yo, a banger. There's there's song? there's some adjacency <laughs> with with like Southern rap and country on the low. Yeah. And that you know that's not necessarily a bad idea. That record, I that can definitely get a rapper on it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be the song. I think that's like, what the hell is that? Because I immediately looked up like, what song is he playing? I shazammed it. I was like, yeah, this is going on the the playlist. That song is great. And the two artists I'm thinking of is Kane Brown and um, Jimmy Allen. Okay. Those, yeah, like, yeah. those two, I've seen them, and they're like, especially Kane Allen, like, I feel like I saw him talk on a red carpet, and I was like, it just felt like, oh, yeah, that's the guy's going to be it for next year. So it's interesting to see where country goes. Um, and then another huge moment, Drake winning um, best uh, – he won the he won the Grammy for, for the, best the rap, rap, was it rap rap song rap song um, and the speech. So you went up there and essentially said, "Hey kids, Grammys, they're cool, but that's not that shouldn't be your goal." <laughs> um, and when he paused between the speech, they cut him. Now they said that they cut him because they cut his mic because they thought he was done with his pause, but mm, that just sounds like convenient, honestly. Um, so I guess the first question is, is the does the Grammy still have the same weight as it did before, or even in, as before, as broadly? Not because there's some genres that just didn't really care about the Grammys as much as like so rap didn't really care about the Grammys as like pop music. But is and generally, do you think the Grammys are still what people are trying to get? I, I think so. Yeah, I mean. Drake is just one of those like you know specific cases where he doesn't really care you know, mm. but here's this one time he does care. He shows up, he gets an award, but then he says, <laughs> but he, I also thought that he was just trying to not like beef with anybody <laughs> in his category because he's all pretty twist. He was basically saying like, don't it's all good guys. You guys are still top selling artists. You guys you know sell tickets too. This is just a piece of hardware you know. I'm Drake. Don't beef with me you know. <laughs> So it was just, I don't know, man. It's Drake is something, but I'm still, I'm, I think, I think everyone wants a Grammy, but I'm not sure if everyone's trying to actively get it anymore. I feel like there was, it was points, even rappers are back in the day. I think they will, they will make an album and they will legit, they will be like, be mad. They will be like, yo, this is a, this album was a fire and everyone loved it and it would sell and they would be pissed because why am I not nominated? Yeah, and so I and they'll go and and people that are nominated they go to the award and they're legit pissed. Like everyone see Pusha T's face when he lost. Like he was pissed, and yeah, it rightfully I'm, so. I'm sure you know because it's his you know yeah. his rival or whatever. But I don't know if you, I think the Grammys are respected in hip hop. I think still, man. I think just people want want it. You know, it's something to to strive for. Like I you, feel you like want something. You know. I feel like it's a yes or no, a yes and no thing, yeah. right? I think um, the prestige of the Grammy, it's still there, right? But uh, it's a bit tarnished. I think the 30-year legacy of ups and downs of them getting shit wrong, the Macklemore shit in 2014, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like Flo Rida being nominated, all that stuff, <laughs> it's, 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 it's diminished how much a Grammy means, which is why Kendrick wouldn't attend or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, from my perspective as a fan of the music and a critic, I'm like, I right, fuck a Grammy. 
if they get it right, yay. Do I expect them to get it right? No. Mm. Or whatever. Like, I think, honestly, I feel like the hip-hop artists who show up, I feel like Drake lent his credibility to the Grammys and not the other way around. Oh, yeah. That's how Right? Like, I feel like he honored them by stepping in the building. Like, mm. this dude, his last year, despite the drama, was in, he's one of the biggest artists in the world. Mm. Right? Huge. So I feel like, I feel like them giving him a award is a good look for them. Mm. <laughs> right? And I think them cutting his, his speech is a bad look for them. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah. I think it depends on what age the artist is at and also like oh, yeah, where they're trying point. to go with their career. Cause like does ski mask, the slump God care about getting a Grammy <laughs> or does like, you know, red. juice world care. I'm not sure. But you know, I think some of the other artists that are making more of a bid for longevity or like, where can we go within the pop universe? Like having one of the, you know, Cardi B having that big performance at the Grammys and winning as big as she did, um, that does send a message to a lot of people that don't necessarily consider themselves rap fans. Like her performance was amazing. Um, you know, like she was amazing. So I think it depends on where people are trying to go. Like I, I also think Travis Scott is trying to go in like a larger direction and mm -hmm. grow outside of mm -hmm. like just rap fans or even yeah. rap radio. Oh, he's and, a pop star at this point. Right. So Zico Mode is I a pop think it song. does yeah. matter on that level. Although I have to say, you know, in terms of treating artists right or not, I don't know if this was their decision. I don't know if it, the Grammys had any hand in it, but I would have loved to see like Young Thug perform by himself yes. and not oh, be yeah. like this person in the corner of Camila Cabello's <laughs> yeah. like musical number about Cuba. He ain't got the song for it. That's his problem. Yeah, he doesn't even have um, the song for it. You know, I would love to, <laughs> even, I don't know, it was, even Post Malone had to like save the show from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, Ooh, that was so <laughs> honestly, Flea is better looking and sounds better than ever, but Anthony Kiedis Bro. was scatting so badly and then post Malone started singing and i was like he is saving this whole <laughs> yeah night posty <laughs> can, can i mention something about drake's speech too yeah i think yeah. an important point that he was making in his speech is like hey guys your validation does not begin and end with a grammy and i think that's an important lesson that people in hip-hop had to like, like internalize and learn yeah. right like if you are juice world you don't need a grammy dog like and and, and not just uh you know thinking about longevity but but like yo bro your shit is streaming like in the billions or whatever you don't yeah. need it if you are selling out tours if you're in cardi again even to the cardi point cardi winning a grammy is a good look for the grammys mm. right it's a great look for her her career it cements a certain thing gives her a certain level of prestige or whatever but it's a great look for the grammys to acknowledge this uh latina black woman from the bronx who used to be a stripper or whatever, who's doing, because she's the intersection of all these things that we're talking about. Yep. It makes them look relevant in 2019. And if they had done, not done that, they would not look as relevant. Yep. There's just still a long way to go for the Grammys, for the Grammys to represent hip hop fairly. It's just a long process that, you know, this is a good step. I don't know if I'm like, kind of like what Mary was saying. I don't know if this is like going to sustain, but I, I personally think it's a good step forward. And I, so another segment I guess I want to go to, and also um, just I guess to talk a bit where everybody can can look through the see what just get their thoughts. The untelevised categories. Um, so I'm always interested into like seeing what categories doesn't get on TV, and so I just felt like this year there were like a ton, and I was surprised by some. Like I was like, 
I would have to think like, man, um, best autumn music does that does that does that usually get not televised? Wait, best what? Alternative music. Alternative. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, best pop vocal album. I was like, does that usually not get televised? Um, it's and, just too much, man. Then, yeah, we were just complaining about how long this shit yeah. was. There's no way you're gonna if, get those if, in if there, man. If they televised all of this, we'd be we'd be watching the Grammys right now. And so something <laughs> so something's popped in mind. Um, one immediately was. How bad is rock right now? Like and like how <laughs> how bad were I felt like for this year I knew of the nominees and I was like, all right, uh, I knew I knew of great I knew the um, Van Fleet and I was like, okay, let's see what happens. And I stumbled onto metal stuff. I'm just like, man, how bad are we in rock right now? It's also so weird for St. Vincent to win the best rock yes. song. Like, yes. is that a rock song? Not in yes. my opinion. Not at all. I was just like, what? Wow, the? That's I a like, straight wow. up pop song. I just because she plays guitar. Yes, <laughs> I felt like they were also throwing a bone there. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. You gotta get. I, I fuck with St. Vincent. Let's put Same. that. On. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, this that album was, was great. But I was just like, yeah. you don't belong in that category. Um, what else category I was interested in? Uh, I guess dance electronic album. I was like, this is interesting to see what's what it got nominated. Uh, what is your? I feel yeah. like Sophie should have won this shit. I mean, it is a really random group of nominations. <laughs> I have to say, or Toki must like it. Just if I you, you want to talk about like yeah. the relevance of the Grammys, they are consistently show that they don't really know much about dance or ele- dance and electronic music. 100%. Even uh-huh. the fact that they're kind of in the same category. Uh, one could argue doesn't really make sense if you're looking at like the way, for instance, iTunes separates EDM, which is dance, mm-hmm. and you know other electronic music. But yeah, it's just such a random like random collection of things. If you want to talk about the groundbreaking album, Sophie definitely should have won. Mm-hmm. But I think there are so many things that happen that are missing here. And I guess in in my world of like electronic music, I, th- I feel like people barely talked about the Justice album. They were just like, "Oh, Justice, we know their name. Let's 100%. put them on there." Please. Yes, reggae, reggae, a fucking a category too. Like the Shaggy and Sting shit yeah. versus Man. Protege. Psst. All right. Also, <laughs> just side note about the categories. I guess this was televised somewhere, but. Oh, the Shaggy presented the best metal category, oh. uh, which was won by High on Fire, and that was just about the most awkward thing ever, including the pan over the over the, uh, the auditorium where there was basically like one person every ten or twenty seats, oh my like goodness. all the way back. I definitely, th- I definitely agree with the dance and the EDM. I just felt like that was just like some of the. I'm just like to me, it was very much between Sophie and Tokimasa, but I was like. This this is just a feel like just like a I know that name let's give it an award type vibe. Justice is what ten years ago when when, it, when was Justice real real popping when the Cross album come out it was like yeah, oh seven ago now it was it was a while so and I, I, and I love that was that was my electro Tim era right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still I'm like in 2019 y'all come 2019. on 2019 I'm just out here I really and then I really much felt like I was like Sophie definitely I thought Sophie should definitely should have won that. Um, and then R&B, I like. Uh, I thought it was such a resurgence in R&B, and I was just like, I was like, man, this should really shine light on that more. And I love, love that her won. And I was like, yo, this is her night. It's rightfully so. She's a star. I was happy for um, for Ella, and I was like, yeah, booed up was like, 
That's that was dope. It, that yeah. made me happy. That song yeah. was an inescapable. You really can't argue that. Um, Urban Contemporary album. I was like, I was like, all right, the Carters, I guess. But I, <laughs> that category <laughs> seems really. I, what is it? Just, 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 just threw like, what names in that means. category. It's like what grown and sexy category. I think there's, a, think there's a, a fader <laughs> article about it. Like, what does it mean, the Urban Contemporary album? I just think it's just you sing with like. 808s occasionally on there and that's like urban contemporary i'm just like it was just super it was just random but even still i was like miguel I'm like miguel that was a fire album but you just can't beat beyonce and um jay-z together um to this so i was like that was cool and i was happy for her but like, i guess some um, general thoughts on just like her performance and just r&b right now in general R and B is probably one of the most vibrant genres out, like creatively vibrant genres out. I think um, a lot of people are kind of struggling to get it right. I think the fans know what's up, you know, and are engaged with it. I think her and Summer Walker, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that RCA is doing or whatever R and B is yep. really really dope. Um, uh, I, I was her. I like her. I think she's super talented. That the EP she put out, but she I, I like that she corrected people. Was like this is an EP, it's mm -hmm. not an album. It's it's good. It's good. Did I think it was phenomenal? I didn't, mm. right? But that she won, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. It, it shows that at least in that realm of R&B, they have some type of uh, awareness about what's really, really happening, what people are engaging with. Mm. Yeah. Did you guys not think that the nominees for Best R&B Album were a little bit, I don't know, strange or just like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's so much R&B coming out that's played and talked about and yet like Tony Braxton's on there <laughs> yeah. and like Lala Hathaway. I, I don't know. I think they just, I think it looks Who do we recognize? Who names yeah. do we recognize and who has advocates at the label who's going to advocate for them to 100%. the voters? Yeah. Like Tony, shout point. out, I love Tony Braxton, right? But chill, I was a jacking that album like that, bro. Like, exactly. you know, there's so much other <laughs> R&B shit I, I was highly I think it was just trying to show with. an age range probably if I were to see, you know, because Leon Bridges, like, He's on there. But yeah, I definitely think it was R&B. It was weird because it was very much like, okay, who, what labels are pushing for what? And it was like, all right, this makes, all right, you know what? We can put this down there. Here we put that down there. Um, so it was kind of like an easy win. I was happy PJ, PJ Moore is on there. He's phenomenal. And I'm happy that he, he took one home with additional R&B performance. And that again was a tie, which is still. It's good with ties. I have never seen that before. So I'm just like. <laughs> so it's precedented. Like I, I looked it up. There's been two other uh, ties, but they've never been in big categories. They've been like, you know, best uh, music in the animation or yeah, something yeah, like that yeah. or whatever. So tie, it was strange to me that it would be in these two categories, like a hip hop category and an R&B category. And then I also, I think what was really cool looking at all the winners, I was like, I didn't know there was the best Americana album. And I was like, what is that? Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's just always these like and pockets then, of categories and, and I, I'm about. not even gonna lie Brandy um, Brandy Carlisle she's like the new new wave I I heard of her but I didn't listen to the I didn't listen to the album and I listened to it all last night and I was like oh you know what yeah <laughs> jam into it she should you definitely like be a record it should definitely be a record um, so I guess last and general thoughts before we wrap this up is um well, I guess yeah, that's it. What are some things that took this personal thoughts that happened? For instance, to me, I was like, I asked myself, is Tracy Ross Diana Ross' favorite child? Because <laughs> Tracy, Tracy Ellis I'm gonna tell you a theory. <laughs> I every time <laughs> Diana Ross does something publicly or like uh, 
<laughs> just performance wise, Tracy Ellis Ross literally goes out of her way to like, I guess for it's like a mommy daughter moment, and it's always <laughs> her. And it's, I think she sometimes she does it on purpose just to be like, I'm Tracy Ellis Ross, well, Diana Ross. I'm the biggest Ross, dumb daughter Ross. I'm the biggest <laughs> Ross. I'm the biggest Ross. Ross <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about the Ross children, you know that woman that was memed taking a phone call next yes. to Barry Gordy? That is also one of Diana Ross's children, yeah. right? That's Rhonda yeah. Ross. Yeah. So she's like, uh-uh, no, it's about me now. Yeah. I'm a oh meme. My God. Exactly. That, that has to be the podcast title. I mean, general thoughts, I spent a large part of last night and today looking up who all these people were that the camera was panning to that i was like who's that guy that looks like a disney villain oh this is a guy from the backstreet boys <laughs> like who there was two guys sat behind um uh smoky robinson that looked like uh scandinavian robot people and i was like who is are that they? star oh, what you call it I don't know who I still don't know. Oh, I was hoping you, know you guys produces, could clear it uh, up. Um, I know you're talking about Stargate. And, yeah, really? and they memed him, and they were just like, he went viral. That was like, who the hell is this? Oh, that's the producers. Yeah, Stargate? yeah, might have been. I might have been, so. but I just remember it going around. I was like, wow, that guy looks like he's um, a WWE character. It was like <laughs> full of Easter eggs. Yeah. The, can, the audience pants. <laughs> Offset moment was great with the tongue guy. I was like, per was whoever the camera guy, perfect. Perfect, perfect capture And right then there. him doing his album release today with Ye Cardi B's uh, birth yes. video. So immediately I thought, immediately my mind was like, yo, was all this shit a fucking setup? Like the breakup oh. to now? But I was like, I, I nah. don't want to be that. I was like, you can't be yeah. that. That would be really crazy. I was like, I just chalk up the perfect time. I was a low key, not tight, but I was like, yo, why you brought him up on stage for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. yeah. I think she stage. was having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, like, I think she so needed too. him up there. Yeah, I think it was just like, I just need, like, I need, I need somebody to actually physically be there because yeah, I make physically faint. hold me up because yeah. I'm like faint. Okay, can I ask, like, when are we gonna see BTS like perform? Like, I was when they presented and they were in the oh, crowd. I was like, I loved it. Why are we like K-pop? It's, it's happening. Relevancy, dog. Like, yeah. happening. Global. Like, yeah. like, where's the where's the K-pop moment exactly. right in this yeah. shit? Where they sing Jolene. <laughs> <laughs> you see them in the crowd. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. I agree, man. But I mean, on that note, like. Why, why isn't PopCon on the Grammys? Like, why isn't there any credible reggae dance hall artist performing yes. on the Grammys after the kind of year? <laughs> what a great year. Yeah. Amazing year. Um, so I chronics, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you mean they need someone like more posy? They need posy. Yeah, yeah. They should have brought Buju. That would have been crazy. I hope Coffee performs next year. Yo, yes. she gets the best new artist. Now. Yes, I think she's gonna be huge. Toast is one of my favorite songs right that now. Shit. Crazy. One, it's toast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what else general thoughts I had? I thought I, I thought the show overall. I guess we can go around and give grades. I thought the show was a uh, was a B plus. As if I get a, like a, a grade stamp, a eighty seven. Yo, I so wish you were my yeah, college professor, yeah. bro. Oh, so man. high, man. <laughs> I thought it was Yo, good. that's so dope. I, ah. I legit, I did not change the channel until, it went until like 11.30-ish. I didn't change the channel until um, 10.45. 10.45, <laughs> I was like, then immediately thought about, okay, I need to get my true detective in because. I got to watch that today. Come on. I watched oh, it. That before. shit is fire. Marshalla, amazing. And Walking Dead came back. 
And, and I was like, <laughs> I, got, I, gotta, there, I gotta get these both <laughs> <Get out laughs> <with that. laughs> But yeah, you can go around. Um, I guess uh, who wants to go? Wants to go? For, wants to go second? Uh, I get like a seventy-nine to Ooh. eighty-one, like a C plus, B minus. I was entertained for once. I mean, last couple Grammys, I just wasn't entertained. So to be able to sit through it, like from start to finish, and mm. you know, enjoy those performances and those moments, I was entertained. Oh, Ricky Martin's suit! I fucking love that suit. Yeah, that was a wild suit. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is it. Uh, so. The positivity that I give my score all comes from people like Chloe and Haley performing, yes. from yes. Janelle Monet performing, yep. from St. Vincent, Dua Lipa. Yeah, that was great. Um, like those, that's what carried it. So I give it, you know, if I have to give it a letter grade, I'm going to give it a, a C plus or yeah. whatever because, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. But like the women performing performances were the best parts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, that was, was the reason to watch Gaga. Oh, Gaga. we didn't talk right. about Gaga. All right, so let me okay. let me dial it. All right, so boom. <laughs> because of the Gaga thing and because of her her shiny outfit, yeah. I'll maybe I'll give it I'll give it a C plus. It's a C plus show. <laughs> yeah, I but thought you know, she was going to shatter her ankles. I was like, oh my god, those heels was crazy. And I'm watching. I was like, please don't do nothing. She was going nuts, and I was like, man, this is really weird that this turned into like a hard turn up song. And I was just like. Just just get it through okay. But yeah. I sort of felt like Gaga was on whatever Miley was on <laughs> in a weird way. I was just like, I, I'm not sure. It made me feel like there's still a lot I don't understand about pop music and pop stars. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, just in general, I think I would give it like 80 because 80%, because 80 out of 100. Because mm. I don't really have high hopes for award shows and I was entertained. Mm-hmm. Although I think we all ne- all can agree that it needs to be significantly shorter yes just cut like (laughs) so much stuff um there was a lot of awkward moments where i felt very awkward for all the people on stage you know going back to something you said though i would be really curious to see a breakdown of what labels all these artists are on because Mm, going back to the issues of you know sexism and racism whatever it also comes down to like this issue of who owns the labels Mm -hmm. who's in bed with whom and you know i like on the note of togi monster being nominated for the dance electronic category i thought that was really cool because she put the album out on her own label Mm -hmm. young art records and like i think it would be an interesting survey to kind of see maybe this year last year and next year how that breaks down and who makes it in or who doesn't make it in you know we we all think like reggae and dance hall had a huge year people like bad bunny had and alpha and you know everybody in the latin world had a huge year but like where are they on this you know so is it like are we not paying attention to any you know any other countries any people speaking other languages Mm -hmm. any who doesn't have a big label or or you know a major payola or whatever i'm not saying they do i don't know how it works but i think that's something that um i wish you know i wish that was more reflected in the overall grammys that said though entertaining it was entertaining i think that's a really good point i think transparency would really help this and then would really hold the grammys accountable like it'd be really cool if every after the grammys to do like um even if it takes like a week just like a detailed survey just like where do all these people came from uh, meaning the labels and who's independent um who was nominated so you can see the breakdown and, and fans and also other people can understand like how like where are these people picking from 
You uh, also, I mean, one thing to think about too is who's voting mm-hmm. on the Grammys because oh, I can say for revealed, sure, right? you know, mm-hmm. like there are a lot of, for instance, like people from the rock world voting on the Grammys, like in half these categories are like, I'm just going to go for whoever's name I've heard of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody in this category, but, but they've yeah. never like published that. Like, right. No. Who's on the I don't think committee I'm, or whatever. Never. They made a play to uh, make it more diverse last year. They added like 900 new voting members. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, a lot of women, a lot of people of color, a lot of artists and stuff. So, I mean, they're, they're trying. They're yeah. making an effort, you know, and not just out of the kindness of their hearts, but because they recognize that their relevance is directly tied to getting it right and people feeling represented when they look at the show. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. It was really great. And yeah. yeah thanks for having us thank right. you man thank you oh does anything y'all want to plug y'all want to say like you want to push you uh say. go to pitchfork.com slash levels and read these articles <laughs> uh yeah tune in to peak time every day noon to 3 p.m eastern monday through friday on redbullradio.com or via the app uh it's a new music show so Lots of artist interviews, lots of music news, and a ton of new music from all over the globe. Nice, nice. Uh, I don't really have anything to plug but my Twitter, at <laughs> E underscore D-I-E-P. Follow me and uh, give me some work. Oh, nice. you know what? I got to shout out a thing. So uh, this is a maybe semi-exclusive. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to NTS Radio in the UK. I'm going to start doing a monthly show for them beginning Sick. this month uh, on the 19th. Now I got to hold myself to finishing it. Um, but yeah, it's called Subject to Change with Tim Hotep. That's uh, Tim Hotep, T-I-M-M-H-O-T-E-P. And that's me on Twitter. Um, and yeah, that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. That's today's episode of Soundcheck. And thanks for tuning in. You can listen to more episodes of Soundcheck and keep up with everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Soundcheck on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you like to have on the show, and thanks for listening. <laughs>